I was sc scrolling Twitter, perusing the Twitter sphere the other day, where someone posted this. Jeff Foxworthy's The Good Old Days. Uh, and they were saying, oh, it was kind of out of touch, and it was controversial. So, of course, I want to see uh, for myself just how controversial it is. Because if you know Jeff Foxworthy, you know, host of Are You Smarter Than the Fifth Grader, an American Bible Challenge, like he's isn't someone to like, you know, swear or go into the blue stuff. So I wonder how controversial Jeff Foxworthy can get. So as I get into this one, uh, two things to note. One, like most of the comedy specials we're covering here on Netflix, it's quote, post COVID. So there is going to be COVID humor. There's going to be kind of jokes. And it's always fascinating to see how comedians go through that because that's something I've struggled with as an artist. Uh, and the reason why I say that is that the pandemic affected everyone, but everyone differently. It isn't like I can say, isn't it funny how when you go to a store and you, they're out of bagels, I know that joke would kill in New York, in theory, that was a bad example, but not so much in Peoria. But the pandemic is something that affected us all, but we're all so different from our backgrounds, then it really is hard to find that strand of truth, unless you go super broad. This is where I come from, because uh, I was by myself. During, from my experience, I really don't have any material about being locked down with a significant other, which is what Jeff Hartsworthy goes to, because I can imagine the mental strain of being in the same house, locked in with the same person day in and day out. The second thing is, even though it's an hour special, like most of the blue-collar comedy tour uh, specials, that's the Jeff Foxworthy, Bill Inval, uh, Larry Cable Guy, and Ron White, there's like a 40-minute comedy set or so or a 50-minute comedy set, and there's like some stories on the way out. And Jeff keeps up with this tradition. Now, Jeff Foxworth is one of those comedians like my dad likes growing up. Um, just for background information, Jeff Foxworth is conservative, just like my dad, but he doesn't go too far into that stuff. It isn't overtly political. But I think the most controversial thing about this special, The Good Old Days, is how non-controversial it is. The good old days is literally an old man lamenting of how it used to be, which on one hand, I can relate. I understand that every generation feels their generation is hard, and then we look at the ones that come after us and we say, how is it different? So uh, there is talk about uh, how you go outside, but we don't anymore because we have cell phones, or how back when he was a kid, only people who came in first had a trophies, but everyone gets a participation trophy, which is kind of a misnomer or kind of a, a stereotype that has affected my generation, generation Y, or what they call the millennials, that so we were the receiving end of participation trophies. But frankly, like, I always say this, the kids weren't making the trophies. The kids' parents were. So blame Generation X for that. But that's the point. Uh, and the same thing about how things used to be outside. People would call. You wouldn't know who it was. But now with call ID, you can, you can uh, pick and choose. And even with the decline of sexual virility, it used to be part of growing older. But now uh, you can get a pill and go for 90 minutes, which led to my only time. I remember belly laughing at the special when he was like, 90 minutes doing sex. Blah. I thought that was pretty funny. I guess I'm laughing at that. But you don't hear the helm talk to me talking about jokes. Uh, I think when I said, when I said it's the most controversial thing, that's not controversial, that these are all things we've said before, things we've all heard before, things that a lot of people, our generation before, have said about my generation. And I'm sure some of my, my peers go on Facebook and complain about with the next generation. I'm what's known. I hate to use the term. I consider myself Generation Y, but I'm also an elder millennial. And so a lot of my friends have children of their own 
now and they are doing the when I was a kid, we did this, this, that, that, that. For example, just to get just just to level with you and about my bubble. When I grew up, I was a latchkey kid. I had my own house keys at seven years old. I basically raised myself after school until my parents came home. Uh, I was able to go outside and play. I we didn't we had TV with the three channels or the four channels. Or in New York City, we had six channels. Uh, didn't have cable. Um, but then I would never be the one to be like, well, kids already have it easy. The reason why I say all this is that when you go to a comedy show, I don't mean flicking on Netflix and chilling, which maybe that's probably why I'm kind of being a stick in the mud about it. But when you go to a comedy show, I think we should be able to challenge our artist's way of thinking. Not necessarily like smart stuff and sick of being smart, but have them go, oh, that's true. I didn't notice that. Oh, you're right. Or, dang, that's a crazy character or act out. I didn't see it coming. When Jeff does, does this, I mean, he talks about how it was different when he was a kid and how it's changed. It comes in such a very generic way that is, one, very shareable, which is probably why it blew up on Twitter. But the second thing, it doesn't really break the mold of anything we haven't heard before. Anything your uncle or aunt or anyone of the older generation has heard before. And to me, it was kind of disappointing. I won't say he phoned it in because to do an hour of comedy requires some kind of skill. And he has this earlier bit about living with his wife that I knew took a lot of effort to construct, uh, just on a structure standpoint. But it's a very level premise where most comedians at a certain level would say, well, how can I build upon this? And it really comes down to personal preference. You know, if I like a filet mignon or a good steak, um, and I if I expect a steak and I get a cheeseburger, I'm going to be upset. But if you're expecting a cheeseburger and you get a cheeseburger, then it hits the spot kind of a thing. Uh, but this is why I'm kind of interested about why there was such controversy. Maybe people clipped it out. They were kind of saying, old man yells a cloud. But he doesn't even get that far. He doesn't even turn it into a preachy thing. He just says, hey, when I was a kid, you know, my dad was a GPS. Waka, waka, waka. Anyway, it's definitely the definition of a comedy special. You don't have to listen to it intently. You could probably just put it on. I admittedly had it on, and for, for patches of it that runtime, I was uh, answering emails, which was something I don't usually do when I do this. So I wasn't compelled to listen, but at the same time, I didn't feel like I lost anything by not looking at the screen and watching Jeff Foxworthy pace about on stage. That does it for me on this edition of Flippos on Netflix. You know, next month will probably be another comedy special, of obviously. But in between there, movies and TV shows of other Netflix originals will also be on the feed. Make sure you follow the podcast version wherever you get your podcast. And as for me, I'm going to go and lament about how it used to be. Catch you later. <laughs>